All right, welcome Summit Church and Summit Nation. Amen. Woohoo! Thank you for being back with us and joining in. I'm excited to be here with you today. And um, I love nothing more than to encourage. And um, I love nothing more than talk about being a team. It's just kind of part of me. Um, I don't know if it has a lot to do with, I believe, my growing up, or my um, upbringing, my family, coming from a family, a large family, and, you know, it was all about being together, staying together, working it out, that type of thing, and, um, you know, being there for one another and encouraging one another, fighting with each other and, and making up and all that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, we are a team. And so, um, so yeah, I, I, I welcome that assignment, and I've come to acknowledge, you know, my, my part and my um, position in the body of Christ, and I love it. I love that I can show up, and um, I, I gave this in illustration um, some years ago about how I encouraged an ant, and, and, and it was the most, I mean, to me, it was like the next, the, it was like came natural for me to do. I saw this ant was going across our kitchen floor, and he had a piece of crumb or whatever. And I found myself so engaged in that ant. And as I was watching that ant, I was like, because I saw where he was going, or it. I don't know if it was a he or she. <laughs> I saw where the ant was going, and the ant was crawling across the floor. And I saw there was a couple of others. That I just kind of figured that that was the mom or dad, and it was taking their food. And I kept saying, you can do it. You can do it. Come on. And I'm sitting there, you know, bent down, cheering on this ant. And so, you know, and, and it just registered to me that day. It's been about maybe six or seven years ago when that experience happened. And, you know, and I just like, oh, my gosh, I'm sitting here encouraging an ant. And it was like the most wonderful thing ever. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, hey, if I can encourage an ant. Why, you know, I can encourage others, and I did, and I do, and I will continue to do that. And so that's, that's my assignment today, um, and I think if, if there's ever a time of encouragement needed, it is today. And if there's ever a time of coming together as a team, it is today. And so I just want to stir you up on the inside as much as possible to let you know we're in this together, and then we're going through it together, through it, hear me, through it. We're not stopping. We're not camping out. We're not throwing pity parties. We're not throwing darts. We're grabbing arms, and we're marching through this, and we're going to be even stronger on the other end. Do you believe that? Amen. I definitely, I truly believe it. So my objective for us today, when you leave here, I have at least three objectives. I want you to leave here knowing who you are, I know, even more so, knowing who you are in Christ Jesus, recognize and accept that we need one another, and then number three, everyone's assignment is needed and just as important. Number four, settle these facts, and we'll get to those facts. There's some facts I want us to settle. And I want you to walk out like with any, with no doubt that these things are settled. If they weren't settled before, as of today, this day, they're settled. And that's where I want you to be in your heart, in your confession, and in your stance. All right? Father God, thank you for your word. It's food to my spirit, our spirit, and medicine to all of our flesh. Father, may the word go forth unchecked and unhindered by any demon force. And I believe that the word will land and that it will take root in the ears of the hearers. And Father, thank you for whatever is said, whatever is needed to be heard will be heard by those who hear it. And Father, I thank you for multiplying and touching your word in such a way that it ministers, and maybe in a way I didn't say it, but it landed in, and was given in a way that it was needed. That each person hearing will be encouraged, will be motivated, will be stirred up, will be, it'll be a settled 
settled deal who they are in Christ, that we need one another, that we are on top and not beneath, that we are totally victorious in all that we do in Christ Jesus. And we receive it and we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you. And um, I, I have three scriptures, and we'll get to them um, pretty soon. But the name of this message is called Huddle. And um, I love sports, and I love um, different things that come with sports. And so um, this word huddle stood out to me. And I know today, you know, that's, that's not anything necessarily unless it's football in general, because they're working it back in or it's back. But it's being discouraged, right? Like no huddling, no getting together, no, no coming together. So it's one of those things that is a t taboo. However, and, and I'm not trying to go against the government rules or anything like that. I'm just using it as, as, my, um, as my title, but also for us to, to get a focus on this word. It, it had like four definitions, but one definition really stood out to me. And it said that the definition said to confer, to consult, meet, to discuss, exchange ideas, or make a decision, right? Which to me means settle a thing. Make a decision, let's just settle a thing. And that's what we're gonna do today. We're just gonna settle this once and for all, all right? We're gonna settle it. Because doubt, doubts will continue to come during this time, even more so, doubts will come. Worry will try to come. But, the, but when we're settled, it's just a settled deal. I'm settled that I'm a female. I'm just, it's settled. There's no doubt. It is a settled deal. It's like that, like be settled in that. And so here we are, um, some weeks ago, um, before the, quarant the quarantine um, hit, I recall sitting by my fireplace, and it was in March, so the fireplace was still on, which I love that. And that's one of my favorite places in the house, is just sitting by the fireplace. And I remember sitting there, and I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, uh, words something like this, every church has a specific assignment. And it, it, I began to ponder on that because it was just like, when I say out of the blue, it seems like it was kind of out of the blue. And I was just thinking about that. And then as I began to think about that, I thought about how every person has a specific assignment. And so, um, so six months forward, I began to see and believe why the Spirit of the Lord shared that because it is so necessary and so important, say necessary and important, that all ministries and all individuals do their assignment, right? And every assignment, because it's given, it must be important. If it wasn't an assignment that was needed, God wouldn't have given it. So since every church and every individual have an assignment, it is so important that we do it. So I just began to think about it six months forward, and I believe today was the day or an opportunity for me to share, encourage, and motivate you about your assignment. But know that you cannot do your assignment alone. And so that's why we're huddling. So huddle up! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's huddle, guys. We need to talk about this. We need to have a discussion. We need to confer one with the other, and then we need to settle this, and let's go do our jobs, right? But we got to do them knowing that we're connected. You can't be out there on your own thinking that you're, you know, you got this. I'm telling you, the enemy has thrown out an all-out assault. But we're not afraid. We just got to wise up. You don't bag away from your protection and your connections and your, your family, and you don't do that. We come together. We huddle. In a, in a football game, when the, when the quarterback huddles up with the team, he's telling them what's next. He's saying this is what, how we're going to execute this. We're coming together. He's telling the, the, the linebackers, the line blacks play, play defense and offense, right? 
Linebacker? No? Only defense? Okay. See? I'm learning. But I love it. <laughs> so whoever's on offense, <laughs> the quarterback, the receiver. I know that. I know that a receiver is in, on offense. So the quarterback is huddling with the team. He's telling them things. They're discussing this, but yet he's giving them the plan. And then they break, and then they go and execute. So what happens if one person don't huddle, let's say if the receiver doesn't huddle, and the play has him in mind. When he runs out, he may run left, and the quarterback is throwing right. He didn't get the information. And so therefore, he wasn't equipped to carry out the play. And so as we come together today, and as we huddle, man, I just believe and declare that we are going to leave here even stronger of a team, stronger of a team as a body of Christ, as well as stronger of a team of Summit Nation. Because as a body of Christ, we are all one. We are all one. We just have different assignments, y'all. We have different assignments, and so it's important that if one ministry is doing this over here and one ministry is doing this over here, do what we're called to do and be and know and get hooked up with that. And, you know, and I'm talking to myself, too, because I'm one of those individuals, man, I see somebody doing this. I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Let's do that. But maybe God didn't incur or, or instruct us to do that. So rejoice that they're doing that and then do what God has called you to do, right? And so it's so important, even more so today, because if the enemy can get us divided anymore, man, that's just a big, bigger gap for him to just shoot into and explode. But when we close that gap and come together as a team, we're walking down that field Connected, hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm, moving toward the goal. Amen? So, know that we are a team, and we're going to make a decision today. We're going to settle a thing. So, the objective, like I mentioned before, well, let me mention this. So, confer, I want to just break down the definition a little bit more. So, confer means to bestow or honor. So when we come together, we get a chance to um, honor one another. You can honor each other by just speaking and smiling and loving on each other from a distance or whatever needs to happen. To consult means someone who would know more than you <laughs> in that particular field. And that's another reason why it's important to be in a family or be connected. Because there are some that know something more about a situation than you do. And it's good to be around people that know more than you. And you've heard pastors say this before, something along this line, that if you're the smartest person in the group, I don't know. It just depends on how smart you are. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's, it'll only go to that level, right? So you always want to be in, the, in an environment where you can consult and get better information. Exchange ideas. What happens when you exchange ideas? What it, to me, what happens when I begin to exchange ideas is it, it ignites something in me. It stirs something up. And so I remember not too long ago, um, I, was, we, I was having a conversation with somebody, and it was shortly after service, and we were just throwing out ideas, and, and that person just said one thing. And oh my gosh, it just, blew, it just set me on fire. It gave me so many ideas, and it ignited so much energy. And there's power in that. And the enemy would love nothing more than to separate that and keep that at bay and keep it from not happening. But we have to, as a team, we must continue to huddle. You, and, and when I say, and, and I want to always make sure that I'm clear, so I'm not saying that you have to be here in this building. But I'm saying that there's ways that you want to stay connected. You want to stay part of the team. You want to stay. You, wanna, you don't want to be out there 
just on your own. All right? All right, so let's turn to Romans 12, 4. Romans 12, verse 4. And this is in the, um, it or watch on the screen, please, the same turn. Um, this is out of the message translation. Give me a moment here. Romans, let me get over there. Okay, here we go. Thank you, guys. All right, Romans 12, 4, in the message translation says, <clears throat> if you're a hard worker, oh, I'm in the wrong verse. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just had you there. All right, there we go. In this way, we are all like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. So we, as a body, we get our meaning by connecting, not by being apart. And in, in, in the, the, um, the Word of God give us such a great analogy with um, body parts. So like if a finger is cut off, it's no use to the body. And so we have to remember that as we're going through such unprecedented times that the enemy would love to start cutting off body parts to separate us, to make us feel like we're not needed but we are. Each part is needed. Each finger, the toes, everything is needed. Every body part. And so it's important to understand that because if you allow the thoughts that he brings to say, oh, you know, they got this, they got that, they don't need me to do this, or what you feel you're called to do is not important, those are just lies from the enemy. But if you allow those thoughts to hang around long enough, what's going to happen is going to get down into your spirit, and you'll begin to act that out. One thing we can know for sure, that if it's a thought that is, doesn't line up with God's word, number one, it's from the enemy. And then because we know the character of the enemy, we know that it's a what? It's a lie. <laughs> so that's just a settled deal. It's like, okay, I'm getting a thought in my head. I'm not enough. Hmm. God says I'm more than enough. So that must have come from the enemy. So if it came from the enemy, oh, it's settled. It's a lie. Do the, do, do the math. Don't let the enemy bombard your, continue to bombard, because what he'll do is continue to bring that same thing. And until we denounce it and stand against it, he feels as though that's where he can continue to come. So, but once you... Address that thing with the word of God. Now, he's not going to do it just one or two times because he's going to come back. That's who he is. But that's who we are. We continue to confess with us as the Lord. The word of God is stronger than any attack that the enemy can bring. But yet he'll bring the attack. We just have to understand. Here's a settled deal. Settle this. God's word is more powerful. Settle it. Like that's settled right now. I'm facing depression, but I'm settling right now. I am more than a conqueror. It's a settled deal. It came back. I am great because of he who's in me. It came right back. Bless, bless the Lord. I am more than a conqueror. Greater is he than the, that's in me than he that's in the world. One more time. Did, thank you, Lord. I believe I am free. I believe I'm on top. Next thing you know. That thing is a thing of the past because you continue to bring the word to it, the word to it. It's kind of like a, a big pile of dirt. You know, you just keep putting that water hose, keep putting that word on it, keep putting that water on it, and eventually that dirt is going to subside. It's going to go away. It has to go. And that's how the word is when the situations come at us and try to bombard us. Keep putting the word out. You said, but I'm tired. Keep putting the word out. Yep, keep putting the word out. 
Thus says the Lord, if you can't think of any other scripture, say, Lord, have mercy. Or say Jesus. Some say, don't, don't not say nothing. I know that's not good English. <laughs> say something. Don't sit there and wallow in it because the enemy will continue. And in fact, it's, it'll get stronger. Because what's happening, if you're not speaking against it, it's speaking to you. And it's speaking hard and strong. So denounce it. I don't receive that. It, say something. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of, no, that's not a good song. Okay. <laughs> but say something. Yes. Let it come out of your mouth. All right. So now go over to the same, the same um, scripture. I'm just going to read it now out of the, the Amplified version. And I'm going to read a little longer ver version. Um, this will be Romans 12, 4 through 8. And I just like to, to, to see the different um, verses and the versions and just kind of how it breaks it down. So it says, for just as in one physical body, we have many parts. And these parts do not all have the same function or special use. So we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ. And individually, we are parts of another mutually dependent on each other. Since we have gifts that differs according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed, excuse me, if service in the act of serving or in, or he who teaches in the act of teaching or he who encourages in the act of encouragement. There I am right there. That's me. He who gives with generosity, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy and caring for others with cheerfulness. <clears throat> and so pointing out those things, like we all have we all have a gift, and we all are important. And so that's, that's, again, all I'm saying, but yet I think it slips away. It slips away because we go and we begin to go from Monday to Saturday, and with everything that goes on around us each day, it continues to war on us. And so there's no greater time than now to continue to speak the word. There's no greater time or needed time than now to settle who you are or who we are in Christ. Because if we listen to the news, if we see the facts, one of the things that I, I, I see as a, another attack of the enemy, what he tries to do, and you may have noticed this, that the report of the COVID numbers that they give, it's usually, and I may have seen once or twice, I'm not watching the news constantly, so I could be wrong. But every time I've seen it, 99% of the time, it's like this. Who's got, who's, um, how many has been um, tested positive? How many has died? That's it. Never do we see or never have I seen on a regular basis who has been tested positive, who has died, how many has recovered. That's important. That brings hope. That brings hope. And the enemy would love to take hope away. We have to keep hope alive. There is greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And when we keep hope alive, it gives hope to others. And so those numbers, all three of those numbers are just as important. The one does not trump the other. We need to see everything. Because there are, there are people recovering. There are people that's going, that's, that's going and continuing to go and go and go and will. We declare it in the name of Jesus. So when you look, so when you look at the information, the enemy will try to bombard you with those negative words, those negative numbers, those negative pictures, right? 
So you, you can't look at that. We have to keep our eyes on the Lord. God is doing so many amazing things on this earth today. And it's so exciting to be a part of it. And to be here for such a time as this. He has all of us here for such a time as this. What is your gift? What is your passion? Do it. Do it. Like do it as bold as you can do it. Do it on your back. Do it on your seat. Do it standing. Do it walking. Do it. Do you. And don't let anybody back you down. It is not time to back down. No, it is not. This is war, baby. This is team fight. Let's go. That's what we're up against. But we are stronger than that. Yes. And I, you know what? It stirs my fire. And I hope I stir your fire. I hope you leave out of here today. You know, not, not a different person, but a person even stronger than what you came in here. Like, let's go. I know, I'm, I, know I got what I need. I know that I am equipped. God would be an unjust God if he set us in this situation and didn't give us what we needed. He would not be a good father. But he is a good daddy. He's a good father. And I know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I know every need is met. Why? Because God said it and it's settled. That's settled. Is that settled for you? Settle that right now. No matter what your bank account looks like, no matter what's in your refrigerator, settle it right now. God provides. God is my source. If he has to bring a dog across my path with money on his back and food in his chest, he will supply. And I'm receiving it in Jesus' name. That's what we have to settle. That's the attitude. Let's huddle. Let's settle this thing. Devil, you're defeated. I take authority over depression. I take authority over weirdness. Weirdness in a way that makes us look like we're crazy. I take authority over it. You're defeated. I cause joy. I call peace. Laughter. In this room and in this life. Amen? Receive that. God has given us that. It is the Father's good will. <laughs> it is his good will. It is his good will. But we need, I need you. I need you. I need you to show up. Now, I'm not talking about in the building. I just need you to show up and do you. And ask yourself that, am I doing me? Or am I bagging up? And am I doing something else? Am I pretending? Am I faking? Am I feeling sorry for myself? Am I saying, woe is me? Oh, I messed up. We've all messed up. Starting right here. We've all messed up. But it's not time. I, I was listening to something. I, would, I, I, I have ESPN on my radio. So I, I was listening, and they were talking about um, Peyton Manning. And, 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 and most of you all know this, like after a game, they review. And so Peyton Manning was sitting in the, with the team, and he had the clicker where they were reviewing. And so he um, was going over a play, and he um, stopped because somebody, th th this play didn't go over well. And so they were able to examine what happened. And so the guy that was supposed to be in place wasn't in place. So the question was, where were you? Like, why weren't you in place? Like, you know, we got to talk about this. What's going on? What happened? So it is not to condemn. It is not to beat you up. It's to say, how can we get you where you're supposed to be? How can we line you up right? What didn't you hear in this play? Right? So that's all I'm saying. What, where are you? So what happened? What happened? So the, this, we all thought we read the play right. So sometimes communication does have breakage. So let's figure out where the communication went wrong. And let's fix it. And let's go. Right? Because we we're going across that goal, y'all. We got to get there, and we got to get there together. Together. Man, God is, and he is moving rapidly. Rapidly. We had, um, I don't know if it's Linda, it's Linda Wood is here today, but... Um, Last Sunday, sitting here near in, end of the service, and uh, I had already taxed Pastor about um, something. It was oh the cookout, 
And, and I try not to keep doing stuff, you know, to kind of interrupt his flow, because he'll call me out and, you know, and whatever. <laughs> so I was trying not to do that, and I didn't want to come up. I mean, I was, again, in my flesh thinking, ah, I don't want to come up. I don't, you know? Spirit of the Lord says somebody is here that has a testimony um, that needs to be heard. Those were the words. And, um, and so I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't obey. And so first person come up to me to talk to me, Linda Woods. And we were chit-chatting and, um, you know, greeting, saying hello. And then she said, oh, I got a testimony. You know, in my heart, I'm thinking, oh, Lord. But I was excited. And then she said, um, um, her granddaughter's name is Savannah. And Savannah um, is a teenager and has been we, we, we call, we, we started, we were talking about this in a team meeting this week, like when, when a person is diagnosed with something, of course, we, we don't claim that. So, but it's so often it is said when a child uh, deals with autism, they are identified like that. They said, oh, they're, they are an autistic child or they have autism. No, they are the righteousness of God. We understand what you're saying, but let's call them to make it change, Right. So anyways, long story short, but a powerful testimony. So she says, and then um, Savannah, uh, she's a teenager, and so um, Linda says, Savannah is talking, right? And so it, oh my gosh. And so she, uh, prior to this, there was some, um, uh, it was right, right when Pastor opened um, the church back up and people uh, just kind of slowly started to come in. Well, I remember Linda had, uh, and Savannah were here and at the end of the service, well, let me bag up because I mentioned to Linda um, about having her take communion. And so, um, and she was like, oh, that's a great idea. And then the next Sunday when we talked, this was before things had gone to where they were. Um, and then she said, well, she didn't like the juice. I said, well, give her water, Right. Now, I'm not confirmed with Linda that she is doing that, but I know that Linda is about the things of God. And I know, and I'm just believing not only that, she was faithful just bringing her and letting her sit under the word. Sit under the word. She would get loud. She would make noises. She would take her out. But she constantly, when she had her granddaughter, she would bring her. And sit under the word. Because then the word, remember what I said earlier? The word trumps everything. And we just have to stay with the word. And I remember, so fast forward, when we came back to service, um, I remember Savannah came up here, and it was at the service. She was running up and down. She looked really joyful. Prior to that, I remember I would always make a point to go up to her, touch her to, you know, just to say hello, and she would do, you know, just kind of move and not be bothered. And I understood what was happening. It was all good. But to see her to come up and was going back and forth, and I called it she was praising God. I, I, mean, I don't know what she had in her mind, but she, I call it praising God. And now, fast forward, last week, Linda tells me she's talking. Look at God. Look at God, right? Hallelujah. The word of God, the word of God. Don't give up, guys. Let's stick this out. We got to keep the word in forefront. And we are a team. We are so much better together. We are. We are so much better together. And so I just want to encourage you in that as a team player. I don't know if you're the foot, you're, you're the, in, in, in whatever group, if you're the quarterback, if you're the linebacker, you're the receiver, but you're on the team. And if you're on the team, you're part of the team. You're just as important. You're just as needed. The ball boy is just as needed. No less important, just a different assignment. Just a different assignment. So do your assignment. Take on the team mentality. Don't take on the island mentality. 
you're standing alone, you and your family. We are an island. No, 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 or just you by yourself. We are a team. We feel what you feel. That's how teams roll. That's how we roll as a team. I may not be able to supply everything you need or be there every single time, but I know somebody else. Let me make a contact for you. Oh, I know somebody else. Oh, I know somebody else. We're not God, no, but we're God's hands. Hands, not hand, God's hands as a team. Stick together. We go through this together. I remember when I was growing up and my sister, I was running from this girl that was threatening me and bullying me, and, and I knew she meant business, this girl. <laughs> I knew my sister meant business, yep. She's braiding my hair one day, and she kept asking me, why was I running from this girl? I told her I was afraid. She didn't say anything. Next thing I know, her, her grip on my hair got tighter. <laughs> and she said to me, and I, because I knew she was going to back it up, too, for me and that girl. So I was so she said, I don't, don't you run home again? And I didn't say nothing. I just knew what I wasn't supposed to do, and I knew what I was supposed to do. And I showed up. And you guys, some of you have heard my bully story. I stood up to her, fear and trembling. I pushed that girl. She, put, she pushed me. I pushed her. I haven't heard a word to this day. <laughs> yes. Stand up to the devil. He's just a bully. All he needs is one good push. Push his tail down with the word of God. One good push. You got a team behind you. My sister was a team of one because I knew, you know, because reports had said that she take, had taken down like three boys at a time. So I knew, <laughs> I knew, I knew what was going to go down if I came home running and she wasn't going to take me out. <laughs> so I, one push, y'all. We're behind you. We're behind you. You're not in this by yourself. We are a team. We're connected. Everybody has a part. Everybody has an assignment. Show up. You know, maybe days that you don't feel like it. That's okay. Press. Do something. Do something. And then ask God for strength. Father, I need your strength today. I'm not feeling it. But I thank you I'm not moved by my feelings because I've settled a thing. I've won. I've settled a thing. I'm in this to win. I've settled a thing. I'm not going back. I've settled a thing. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I've settled a thing. And what I've settled is I'm not a quitter. I'm a team player. I am not wearing my feelings on my shoulders, on my hands, on my fingers. I'm wearing your word. And your word says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Your word says, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Your word says that by Jesus' stripes I'm healed. So declare that thing, settle it. So ask yourself right now, ask yourself, what is it that you've been kind of wishy-washy about, unsettled, um, not sure, concerning God's word for you, God's place for you? Settle it. Settle it today. God is, God is loving on you in this way and saying to you, I got you over there. I got you. Trust me. Trust me, I got you. Settle it right now. Settle that you are enough. Settle it. You are more than enough because of Christ in you. Settle that you're protected. Settle that you have the mind of Christ. If those thoughts don't line up with the word of God, they're from the enemy. Cast them down. Settle that. So, so get, your, get your math paper out. If it's negative, it's of the devil. If it's a plus, it's God. Anything in between, you don't want it. It's got to be plus. Settle that. Like we got work to do. The enemy is throwing stuff, but we're throwing back. We're throwing back. And we're not backing down. That's my attitude. We're not backing down. Do you hurt sometimes, Carl? Yes. 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 Do you cry sometimes? Yes. Yes. And yes. But I bless God and I keep going. I know I win. I know it. It's not by how I feel. It's not by what I look like. It's, <laughs> it's about 
what Jesus did for me on the cross. And I win every single time. And if we as a team, oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs team, that attitude that they had, the attitude that the Warriors had back, you know, you know, before. The, yeah. <laughs> it was like they showed up knowing who they were on that court. They, they didn't have all perfect games, but they showed up, and they had the attitude that they were a team. We are a team, y'all. We got to get this. Lives are at stake. Lives are at stake. Be bolder today than you've ever been bold. Somebody next to you, love on them, share, give them a smile from under your mask, and, and, and listen to the Spirit of God. I knew that was God saying that to me. I knew it. I, I knew it. And then, of course, I knew I was forgiven. I, I mean, I asked, forgive. I mean, Lord, I know you forgive me. And I didn't. I did, but God loves us. And I know he'll continue to share. He, and he does. And he does. He's, it, it's not like, okay, you missed it. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. What? No. He's the heavenly father. So even if you miss it, show up. Show, I didn't, like, I'm not coming today, God, because I didn't do what you said last week. I'm not, I'm just not. Dang. What? Get up. Get your tail up. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Last scripture. Last scripture. This one's in 1 Corinthians 12. This one's a little longer. 12, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. And I just love Again, this is a reminder of who we are, and this is a reminder of us to um, declare some things and finalize some things. For just as the body is one and yet has many parts, and then it's in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Talking about us as a body, as we need each other, we are one, we are in this together. For just as the body is one and yet has many parts and all the parts, though many form only one body, so it is with Christ. For by one Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, spiritually transformed, united together, whether Jews or Greeks, Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit, since the same Holy Spirit fills each life. For the human body does not consist of one part, but of many limbs and organs. If the foot says, because I am not a hand, I am not a part of the body, is it not? Is, is it not, on the contrary, still a part of the body? Absolutely is. Right? If the ear says, because I am not an eye, I am not a part of the body, is it not, on the contrary, still a part of the body? It is a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? We are not all the same. We're not all the same. And it's amazingly wonderful. It is. I love the different personalities and the different characteristics that I know and see in those of you that I know and see. I love that. It is so much joy to see that. And then there are times that we may disagree. But that doesn't mean that I have to sever you off because we disagree. There are times if I sit a long period of time, my, my legs get stiff, right? And so when I get up, you know, I do a little shaking or whatever. So what if I decided when I got up, oh, you know what? L let's call the stiffness disagreement. And I decide because I disagreed with the stiffness in my leg, I'm cutting you off. What sense does that make? Now, I, you know, I'm without limbs. And I'm down, you know, just because of stiffness or disagreement. No, wait a minute. Just wait. All I have to do is wait. If I wait, take a little shake, shake here and there, I'm good. Wait a minute. Don't cut them off. Go talk about it. Shake it off. Shake it off. Come on, guys. We're adults. Let's do this. Let's show the kids how we do it. Let's show them. Yes. And it's okay. 
doesn't mean that we won't make mistakes or get in disagreements as adults, right? But let's fix it. Yes? Yes. We, 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 we need each other, guys. Which verse? Anybody know where I stopped? 18. Thank you. But now, as things really are, God has placed and arranged the parts in the body, each one of them, just as he willed and saw it. With the best balance, oh, we need you. We're off balance. With the best balance and function. When we're together as a body and everybody's doing their part, every team player's playing their part, we're balanced. We're functioning the way we're supposed to function. Yes. And so know that when the enemy is trying to tell you you're not enough or you're not needed or you're not this or you're not that, the only thing you're not is that you're not the enemy's property. You are children of the most high God. Where did I stop? Anybody? 19. Okay, I'll try to remember next time. If they all were a single organ, where would the rest of the body be? But now, as things really are, there are many parts, different limbs and organs, but a single body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. But quite the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are absolutely necessary. Wow. That toe is the weakest, that baby toe, but eh, is it not needed? Yes. And as for those parts of the body which we consider less honorable, these we treat with greater honor and our less presentable parts are treated with greater modesty, while our more presentable parts do not require it. But God has combined the whole body, giving greater honor to that part which lacks it, so that there will be no division or discord in the body. That is, lack of adaptation of the parts to each other, but that the parts may have the same concern for one another. I hope we are concerned for each other. I hope that we have a heart of concern not a heart of judgment, not a heart of, of bickering or a heart of discontent, but a heart of concern. Practice, here's a practice for us this week, and not that you do this, but if you have ever done this or if anyone you know has ever done this, talk behind someone's back and said things that weren't good or maybe even hearsay, that's still talking behind their back, Try talking behind their back and say good stuff, right? Isn't that awesome? Because like if we, normally what happens if words are said behind a person's back that are not, of, you know, good or nice or kind, what is lovely true, what ends up happening? It gets back to them. Most likely, though, it gets to them wrong. It may be even magnified, some little extra added, right? Imagine if something good, things were saying, oh, she's so awesome. She's amazing, so kind. And then that begins to get back to her. Girl, she's the bomb. She's got, she got it going on. She is amazing. Man, she is, she's the root, you know what I'm saying? So that, it, 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 it works the reverse. So let's practice when the enemy wants us to say negative things concerning situations, individuals, choose, what, what, no matter what you have to do to find it, if it's that kind of a situation, but choose to say things that line up with God's word. Even if the situation may seem true, I believe they're the righteousness of God. I believe as God is working that situation in their life, I believe that they're going to come into their purpose. Yeah, yeah, give the enemy a black eye. Give him a black eye. Yes, with the word of God. Okay, I said I was going to remember, and I didn't. I know I'm really close. 25? <laughs> okay, I'm backing up, though. But God has combined the whole body, giving greater honor to the part which lacks it, so that there would be no division or discord in the body, that is, lack of adaptation of the parts to each other, but that the parts may have the same concern for one another. And... If one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. 
If one member is honored, all rejoice with it. Yes, now you collectively are Christ's body, and individually you are members of, eat of it, each with its own special purpose and function. You all, we all have our own special purpose and function. And as a team, that's what we need. And we can get so much done, so much accomplished with that. And, with, and most times, it has to start with an attitude. It has to start as an attitude. It, it can't be, you know, I don't think so, but what, what, what do you need? Let's go. Okay, how does it need, how does it need to look? Well, what about this idea? Okay, let's go. Oh, okay, that's fine. Let's go. Oh, I was thinking about this. Oh, this came across. Oh, share with the team. Let's go. Be a part. I want to encourage Summit Nation. Let's, let's, do, let's do team stuff. Like, as much as you can. And again, from all the heart that's in me, the love of God, know that it's no, it's no condemnation. It's just, <sighs> the enemy doesn't play fair, right? And I know that God has set up, he has set up a system way before this. He knew social media was needed. He knew that we would be asked to stay home or to not come together. He knew, right? And so as pastors, it's our heart to say, where are they? Where's our sheep? Are they okay? What, what, are, they, what are they doing, right? So we have, we have things set up for you to come to be a part. We want to see your names, not, not, to, not, not for show. We want to just make sure you're okay. Are you, are you okay? Where are you? That's what a shepherd does. It has a heart for the sheep. We just want to know. And so it's important to stay connected because the enemy is throwing darts. And he's not taking any names because he don't care. And it is not to put fear. It is not. We don't operate in fear. We operate in faith. And with this faith, you're covered. We want you to be so confident in who you are. That no matter what the dumb devil throws, you stand toe-to-toe knowing God's got me. I am not backing down. I might be laying down, but I'm not out. I win every time. And I'm not moved by my feelings. Don't be moved by these tears, devil. Don't you dare. Don't you even think that I'm weak. (laughs) I have a team behind me, and I'm connected with a team, and we're going forward. We're going to score big, and we're taking lives with us. Amen? So I encourage you today to settle it. You're part of this team, and you're showing up as a team member. And you're going to do your significant purpose because it is significant and it's special, and nobody can do it but you. Father, thank you today. Thank you today. 